What's going on, Facebook? What's going on? It's your guy, Just Justin, back for another weekly MBS show. I got a special guest in the building. <laughs> you know what it is. You know what it is. <laughs> I got one of the originals. I got the OG crew with me tonight. True X, <laughs> the sports guy, and Keo. Oh, don't bother. Don't mind, don't mind me. You know, this is just some lovely water that I'm sipping. <laughs> Reminiscing the past. There you go. There you go. There you go. What's up, MBS? We here, baby. What is new, Keo? <laughs> you know, just, just holding it down for MBS. Let's talk about it. The number yeah. one show on NBS Network, but yo, shout, shout out to Jess, shout, shout, shout out, shout out, shout out to Jess, Justin for the on uh bringing us on the NBS show. Always good to be uh on the show. So definitely, and definitely. Let's go. Real quick, real quick, tell the viewers about your show last night because they can go back and replay it because it was a huge show last night. I had a big interview and I was, you know, tell them about it. Go ahead, Kyo. It was a good show, man. Shout out to Holmesy the God. Shout out to the battle rap culture. Definitely uh, a huge show. Um, and it was it was a great showing, man. Shout out to everybody that tuned and supported the show. Make sure you check out Ultimate Ultimate Madness 2 on Caffeine. And uh, we got more for you guys um, next week, man, and the weeks coming up. Yeah, definitely check that out on YouTube. Um, they should have Facebook posts. You can watch the whole show back on the NBS Central uh, Facebook page. Uh, definitely share the crap out of it. Uh, they need the love because, uh, you know. Oh, wow. They're going to need the ratings uh -oh. <laughs> to compete with this guy. Oh, my God. Oh, Why you just embarrass yourself? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Anyway, we got a, we got a huge sports week. We finally got sports, guys. I mean, are y'all excited? Like, we actually have some sports on the field, on the court. It's happening. We all yeah. thought that we didn't know when we would ever see this again. Now, I don't know if it's going to last very long. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. I was about to say that. I was about to say it might not last long. <laughs> but, but let's enjoy it while we have it. And we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Um, we, you know, we got big news today. Um, we got Patrick Mahomes, the guy just—I mean, he just made headline news just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the biggest contract in, in NFL history and sports history. Um, and today, he just became the youngest team owner in sports history. What are your thoughts of this? Oh, Keo, go, go ahead, go ahead. You good? Uh, congratulations, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> um, I'm not a big fan of this uh new ownership oh, thing. Wow. Um, <laughs> you know, he did just he just he did just signed a huge deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. I feel like him being a, a young quarterback, a young star in the in, to, in today's game, I feel like it's going to be a distraction moving forward for a Patrick Mahomes. I think uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's um, he's definitely not settle, settling short. He's living his life right now, but it's a business at the end of the day. He's a player, 
for the NFL, but this is business when it comes to Major League Baseball, and he's going to have to make a lot of major decisions for the Kansas City organization because obviously this team is definitely ain't going nowhere when we talk about baseball, when we talk about the Kansas City Royals. So I'm really intrigued to see what uh, Patrick Mahone boy is going to be able to do as far as the impact he makes for the Kansas City Royals. Okay, so first of all, Q is all over the place. Nothing new. You know, that's what he does. <laughs> but he's not the, 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 the top dog in the Royals organization. He owns a piece of the Kansas City Royals. Now, what I will say to, to Patrick Mahomes, I actually want to congratulate him as well. And I'll say this. A lot of guys get big checks and they go buy stuff that is frivolous or stuff that doesn't really matter. My man went out there and invested his future, you know? So I, I respect that. As far as him making decisions, he ain't making the decisions. Not with the, not with the amount of ownership he has within the Royals. Now, I'm not saying he can't buy more, um, more shares into it later, but right now, putting himself in the door for later in his career, I think it's brilliant. So shout out to Patrick Mahomes. I'm actually with this move 1,000%. I'm with it too. Like I I have the same feelings. You had great points. Um, I am so proud to see someone actually do something good. And the fact that he's so young and, and so mature enough that he understands that he can invest in it. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, he's a big baseball fan. He grew up in baseball. Uh, he played baseball in college. Um I think he's trying to take over the world. I think I think he has his big plan that you know when when football is over with, Kansas City Royals sign their new player Patrick Mahomes. Oh Lord! Now you see that? Of course, somebody got to push it to another another level. But no, no, no. But I mean, all jokes aside, I mean, it it's really awesome that he's you know. I don't understand Keo's point at all. Like. <laughs> These, these guys don't make big decisions. They hire people to make decisions. That's what general managers are for. That's what, you know, those guys are for. These, these guys, these owner groups that are normally 20 to 30 feet, you know, billionaires, they don't make day-to-day -day decisions when it comes to a baseball team. They sign a check and, you know, big decisions like, you know, moving a team or those kind of things, of course, that they're going to take part in. But day-to-day -day operations, man, that's what they hire a guy for. That's what his right. check's going for, is to, is to hire people to make those decisions. This is just a power move. It's an investment in his future, and you can't get mad at anything positive like that. And Keel, you were way wrong with this, man. You were uh, way wrong. Uh, he, um, uh, with an owner, you do he does he is going to make a decision as far as players like under contract, like Hunter Dozer, Brad Keller, Brian O'Hearn. I mean, this roster's in shambles. Is this combobulated? And he needs he needs to he step in and do wrong. something about it, man. I mean, oh you, got, you got you got these you got these old pitchers in your rotation, guys like Tyler Zuber and and Eric Meha. Come on, man. This he, he knows what he's doing. He has to make an impact on this roster. He has to make all these changes, and he's gonna be responsible or liable of what happens to the Kansas City Royals moving forward. Come on, and gonna, man! And, and you and you're gonna hold him accountable. Huh? Man, oh, definitely, I am, man. I am. I am. 
I am. So oh, come so on, man. So Keenan, that, what's the worst that can happen? They've been terrible lately. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, exactly. Expectations are high on <laughs> on Patrick Mahomes now. This is star power in the Kansas City Royals now. The Royals have actually, for the first time in quite some time since Zach Grinking for crying out loud, they actually got something to cheer for now. <laughs> that dude is, he's always trying to take an angle. That first of all, ownership that's like Justin said doesn't make the, the, the decision as far as player personnel, except for your guy. Jerry Jones in Dallas, he just does whatever he wants. Yeah, he's on that. Yeah, that's working out for y'all. <laughs> but um, hey, man, we had we had the best draft. That's how it worked out. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it doesn't happen on the field, Keo. It doesn't matter. Trayvon Diggs and oh, C.D. Oh, Lamb. Hey, I'm not gonna argue. It sounds great. It does. I'm the first one to tell you. But you gotta prove it on the field, man. Yeah, you were right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Speaking of uh, NFL players, um, we had big news again today. Uh, with training camp starting uh, starting this week, we have a number of players opting out for because of the pandemic. Volunteer, some are voluntary, some are are, are because of, of medical conditions that allow them to uh, to get more benefits for opting out. Uh, but they, they, they got some pretty big names that are opting out. A lot of New England Patriots are opting out. You got Pro Bowl guys who are not going to be playing this year. Uh, how is that going to affect the NFL season coming up? And how are these teams going to have enough time and resources to be able to compete this year um, in this pandemic with all these opt-outs? So you kill. You got it. He muted himself. Oh, oh, oh Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Good. Um, as far as the players opting out, I I wasn't I wasn't surprised by this. Um, I think more players has opted out um, into the into the um, NFL season than uh, the major league baseball players. Um, there there's not no high profile players like that. That's like that's like that makes that makes your jaw drop. Like like in uh, baseball, they had David Price, uh, an elite pitcher in baseball, who opted out. But as for our players opting out, I mean, uh, these are like subpar, mediocre players, and um, I can't I can't blame them. I can't blame them, man. I I I definitely can't blame them. Um, I know their health matters more, their family matters more, and you know they they I think their opt out they do receive three hundred fifty thousand. Um, and um, and then uh, they would take a less risk they, if they would also receive a hundred fifty thousand also. So I I I can't be mad about the players that that's opting out right now. If something if somebody that's a high profile player like a pro bowler who opted out, um, I I wouldn't be mad about it also. But guys like Dante Hightower, Marcus Cannon, um, Marquise Goodwin from the Philadelphia Eagles opted out. Patrick Chung, uh, I, 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 I can't be mad at that. You got starting no. offensive linemen for the Kansas City Chiefs, starting yeah. offensive linemen for the New England Patriots. I mean, those are important positions. Mm-hmm. Your quarterbacks hurt if you don't have somebody there to protect them. You're talking about the half-billion-dollar guy now needed to find somebody to protect them. 
I mean, th that's a big deal. And with this pandemic, you don't have the resources to bring people in for physicals. That's why Cam Newton didn't get signed so or, uh, so quick because they didn't have the resources to get him a physical to, to, to find out if he's able to play. So you, you can't bring in guys into tr your training camp. You, you know, how are you going to get these new guys you've never seen before to come in and be able to be at a starting position? I, you know, this, this is going to be tough. I don't, you know, and it could get worse. If we get a baseball situation going on where people start actually getting this, the virus, it's going to be all bad. What are your thoughts, Truth? I, I mean, really, no, honestly, I got to say nothing. You said everything I needed to say because I was about to say the same thing. I mean, Keo, come on, man. You know, it may not be a flashy names, but the guys that Justin just said, man, when you lose offensive line, when you use some loot, um, lose somebody like Dante Hightower, Patrick Chung, that does affect your defense. That does affect your offensive line when you lose those certain guys. So absolutely. And like the season hasn't even started. So who's to say that a bigger name won't come out and say, I'm not playing this year either. So it, 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 it is something that we have to look at. Like just as I love the point that you said, you can't just bring people in randomly to, for workouts because of the situation. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a head scratcher moving forward. So I'm just not convinced that, especially with baseball and what you're seeing in baseball right now, I'm not convinced that you won't see a big big name say, you know what, I'm I'm gonna opt out as well. So it's interesting though. Definitely, definitely. Um, in other big news uh, this week, we got a big trade. Um, Jamal Adams traded to Seattle. Uh, LSU alumni. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no time. I'm getting frustrated about these divas from LSU now because they're, they're starting oh to give us a bad mistake. You got the, the Odell Beckhams. And <laughs> but anyway, he was traded for two first-round picks, a third-round pick, and their starting safety, uh, Bradley McDougal. Do, who do you think won this trade? Kill. Um, I'm going. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with the Seattle Seahawks. They won in this trade. I think even though they do get first round picks for 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 um for this year, for this year and next year, I I don't I I. For this year and next year, I think the um, I think it's gonna be meaningless because when it comes to the Jets and the way they draft their players, um, they do a really horrible job when it comes to drafting their players in the draft. As far as Seattle, Seattle's trying to win now. This makes them better. As far as their secondary goes, it gives them star power in their secondary. They don't, they didn't, didn't have no star power when it came to their secondary. It definitely makes their secondary better, and I think this now makes um, this team um, at the ranks of teams like the Saints, the Niners, as far as like true NFC contenders in the NFC right now. And I like this move by a Schneider and Pete Carroll. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with Keo clearly on this. I know I, I knew he was gonna say no. I knew he was gonna say no because <laughs> Jamal Adams is in his last year of his contract. But you're not gonna leave. You're not gonna leave Seattle. Seattle seems to be a place where people want to play. 
Um, even though Richard Sherman left, at the end of the day, he was getting older. Earl Thomas was getting older. They know when to get rid of their guys, kind of like New England in a sense. I think bringing in a young guy like Jamal Adams, who's proven, who's proven, they didn't give up uh, no great player. And that's no shot to my man McDougal, man. Look, all respect to you. He's turning 30 this year, bro. <laughs> I mean, I know he, I know he's in the trade, but um, you get the two first-round picks. They cool. And and I disagree with you on this. The first-round picks is always valuable. They're mm -hmm. always – I don't care where they're at. You can get a great player in the, in the early in the second round. So then first-round picks are really valuable. But I feel like you got a proven player who now has to prove himself even more than what he's done up until this point. And he was playing for a terrible organization, but now playing for a great organization. I think Jamal Adams, man, is a great addition for the Seattle Seahawks. And we know their, their, their legacy when it comes to their secondary. The Legion of Boom. Pete Cow knows what a great safety looks like. So I think that the Seahawks won this trade. But it's not a bad trade for the Jets. Let me just say that. Let me tell you this. The Jets, <laughs> the Jets came away the big winner. How? Number one, number one, number one, the Jets wasn't competing for a championship this year. We all know they're 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 not a playoff team now. They are okay. rebuilding right now. They need more pieces. They wasn't gonna win with Jamal Adams. They asked for two first rounders a year ago and didn't get it. Now, closer to his contract expiring, they got more than two first round picks. They got a start in safety, two first round picks. No, no, no. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. The next two years. You might not get next year. Next year. Four first-round picks. Four first-round picks. So they could put – if they wanted to, they could trade. They could get the first the first pick in the draft if they wanted it. Okay. There's no team that's going to turn that down. So they can get any player they want out of the draft, and they are rebuilding. And number two – So you say Trevor Lawrence? Jamal Adams, well, he could, maybe. <laughs> then I, I will come on here and say you were right. If they get Trevor Lawrence, I would say you were right. And number two, number two, Adams, we all know where Adams wanted to be. We all know what team players he contacted to try to get a trade to. That's your boy Keo's Dallas Cowboys. He and now Dallas. he's a free agent. He's not going to Dallas. Dallas paying everybody. They can't pay everybody. That's, but that's, the problem. Pay everybody. that's the problem with Seattle. Seattle doesn't have cap space now. They, they're, they're, their cap is, is, you know, with Russell Wilson's big contract, their cap space is way down. So how, number one, how are they going to afford to resign him? And number two, does he want to resign there? Because he wants to be a cowboy. So this could blow up in their face. Unless they win a Super Bowl this year, they lost that trade. According to you, you think that they before okay before this trade, I was out on Seattle. I'll be the first one to say I said I didn't think they were that good. Now you add Jamal Adams. Hey, this team is looking dangerous now in the NFC. He's not going to Dallas though, Justin. I'll, I'll bet anybody that right now he would not become a Cowboy next year. But but he could go anywhere. If he goes somewhere else, if he plays one year, was it worth two first round picks and no. a third and a starting safety? No. I agree with that. But I don't I think he's gonna resign. I think Pete Carroll knows something that we don't know. 
So but even so, the Jets, the Jets now have created they created cap space because now they're gonna, they're not gonna restart Adams. They created cap space, got two first round picks. You can't get any better in a rebuilding mode than that. Plus, the dude had to go. He, he said that his the head coach wasn't capable, <laughs> wasn't capable of leading the team. He had to go. There's no way he could have played there. So he hey, had to be I, traded. I, I think it's a, I think like I said, I think it's a good trade for both sides. I just know we can sit here and speculate what's gonna happen with the Jets, who they're gonna get with those picks, but we know. The Seahawks have a stud on their team now on that defensive sec- uh, secondary. We you know don't think it. Seattle overpaid though. We all know he was going to be traded. He could not stay. Once you go and say the head coach is not capable of coaching, he cannot stay. So hold on. Let me make how sure. How do you all of a sudden get higher status by by being a problem child? He got more than they asked for last year, even though they know that they had to trade him. So that doesn't make sense to me at all. So I think, I mean, the Jets definitely won the straight, man. I mean, Jamal Adams is not even in his prime. He's 24 years old. He's 24. You got to think about that for a second. The dude is 24 years old. That is a baby in the NFL. And not to mention, I, I don't want to lie, was Jamal Adams, he was a top five pick. He was around, around, I can't think off the top of my head. So in order to get a top five pick in the draft, you're going to give up almost two first rounds yeah. and more. No, a first-round pick early, yes, on a he rookie was the, contract. He was the, he's not he a was the six overall anymore. pick. Six, six pick. Okay, he's not so a rookie contract anymore. I get that, but I'm saying he's still, still a six pick in the draft. To get the six pick in the draft, you're going to have to give up a lot to get that. You're not just going to get that. And especially a team like Seattle, who's always on the back end of the draft, because they're always competing for a Super Bowl. I think it, I think it's a good trade for both sides. I'm not knocking the Jets. I'm just saying, you're telling me, kind of like the Pelicans. The Pelicans, cool, yeah, Zion, I get it. And we have a great future, it looks like. But the Lakers got Anthony Davis. <laughs> they got Anthony Davis. They got the proven commodity. That's all I'm but saying. This, I'm- but, but, but. You mentioned all these draft picks, but at the end of the day, this is the New York Jets we're talking about. You look at draft history, first round picks, got like Darren Lee, Leonard Williams, Lee Milner, and then you know I'm a USC guy. I'm US. I'm a USC guy, but the, Sam Darnold, he's he's starting to become a bust right now. And then and then they drafted uh, uh, Jamal Adams in 2017. You got rid of him, man. They've been doing a horrible job when it comes to their draft, and and I I'm not I'm not too fond about what they receive as far as draft picks because I think they're going to be making horrible decisions once again when it comes to their draft history. <laughs> okay, hey, I ain't mad at that. So we're going to just wait and see in the future. That's the beautiful thing about sports. Yes. All right. Well, we got another news. You know, kind of news from. A couple years ago, that kind of everyone is sleeping on. Um, but we got a player that's been out for a couple, uh, a year and a half now, and with a terrible, terrible leg injury. Alex Smith, former Pro Bowl starting quarterback for the Chiefs at one time. Now he got, you know, he got cut and, and sent off to Washington. Uh, had a huge leg injury. Uh, thought he'd never play football. You know, thought he may never walk again. Play football, and now he's been cleared back to play. 
Do y'all believe there's now a quarterback competition in Washington? Deal? No, I don't think there's no quarterback competition at all. Ron Rivera has said that that's, that's his guy, Dwayne Haskins. Um, obviously, he didn't he didn't draft Dwayne Haskins, but he um, Ron, Ron Rivera likes what he sees in uh, in Dwayne Haskins right now. And I think um, and I think uh, when it comes to Haskins, he hasn't does he ha he hasn't been given a, a a fair chance. And I think this year is his true chance to show what he could actually do with this Washington football team um, that they have over there. As far as Alex Smith goes, I, even though he's cleared to play, I think he still should take a, a, at least one more year off just to heal off because even though he's cleared to play, play I don't think he's 100%, man. So, um, and, yeah. uh, you know, I and I like the story about Alex Smith, man. I saw a documentary of it, man. It's, it gives me chills of just watching it. And um, I want to see Alex Smith back, but I just don't think, not this year. I think one more year off, I think he should be fine. But as far as clear to play, I just still think he's not 100%. Man, listen, I'm not a Dwayne Haskins guy. I'll be the first one to tell you I'm not. And I actually like Alex Smith, but I agree with you on this. Um, when, you look at the, when you look at the Redskins, the Redskins are a rebuilding team. Justin was just talking about the, Jet, the Jets. The Redskins, for sure, are not ready to win right now. Um, you got the Cowboys in that division. You have the Eagles in that division. Shoot, you even got the Giants, who have seem like seem to have their quarterback and their running back of the future ready to go right now. So the Redskins right now, they're well, I don't want to call the Redskins. My apologies. The Washington football teams, in which we could discuss that as well, because I don't know what Washington's thinking about with that. But um. They should definitely roll with Dwayne Haskins. He's 23 years old. Um, Alex Smith's 36. He's not, he's not the guy right now, not for this team. Now, if you want to get Alex Smith on a team that he can possibly be the backup to uh, maybe a, a Super Bowl contender, and possibly if, if something was to happen to Drew Brees, or well, Drew Brees, they got somebody, but somebody like Tampa Bay to back up Tom Brady, if something happens, I think that would be a great scenario. But right now, the Washington, well, yeah, Washington should not start Alex Smith. They should go with Dwayne Haskins. See what see what they have with him. If he if he's not the guy, then then you have you have to know if he's the guy, and you have to give him a chance to play to find out if he is the guy. I totally disagree. <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly. This, this is my argument. Dwayne Haskins last year had seven touchdowns and seven interceptions. He's twenty three. But okay. <laughs> He's a young guy. He needs to learn. And who better to learn than from a veteran quarterback? And, uh, on the field? That's better. <laughs> learn on the field. <laughs> who, who's, who's the best quarterback in the NFL right now? Patrick Mahomes. And who did he give credit to for teaching him? That, that is true. That is true. He's, that is. He, he, sat one year behind Alex Smith and learned. And he gives credit to Alex Smith on teaching him. And a lot of these young quarterbacks who are not ready, and we all know Dwayne Haskins, he's not, he's not a he's superstar. Not. He's not ready right now. Why? I mean, this guy's proven that he can get guys ready. 
and he's a he, he's a former Pro Bowl quarterback. The last time he played, he had 10 touchdowns, five interceptions, 85.7 QBR, 62 62.7 completion percentage uh, percentage completion ratio. Like this guy is still a good quarterback. He's not great. He's not going to bring him to the, the playoffs, but he can he can go one year because he's old. He you know he's at the end of his career now. He can he can go in there and play. It's a rebuilding year. Play the whole year. Let Dwayne Haskins learn from him, and let Dwayne Haskins take over next year. I mean, this guy has done it before. He's done it for the best quarterback in in the world right now, Patrick Mahomes. Like, why not give this guy a chance to go out there? Well, I, I got a question for you, and, and I, I actually I can say I do think the the Washington football team would win more with Alex Smith than they would with this Wayne Haskins. But here's my thing. You have arguably the best quarterback, the group of quarterbacks coming in the next draft. If I don't know if Dwayne Haskins is the guy, <laughs> are you just going to say, man, I want one of the first picks if, I, if Dwayne Haskins is not the guy? If Alex Smith wins me seven games, how am I going to get the first pick in the draft? No. And I still don't even know if Haskins is the guy. As, as, as a GM, if you pick someone in the first round, <laughs> you you get more than two years from him. You're not gonna pick another quarterback two years down the road. Tell tell that to Josh Rosen. Tell that to Josh Rosen. Because <laughs> Kyle Murray, um, Cliff Kingsbury said, "Oh no, oh no, sir, we we're getting Kyle Murray." I just feel like give Dwayne Haskins his chance. If it doesn't work out, then at least you know if because last year he played, like you said, his stats was horrible. If he comes in and doesn't do and doesn't improve somewhat, where you can't even say, "Man, I see something in him. I see something in him." If I can't see it, then I know I can move on to a Trevor Lawrence or a, a, a Fields or whoever they like in the draft. I don't know who they like, but what I'm saying is, you got a lot of good quarterbacks coming out of college. I need to know if Dwayne Haskins is my guy. I'm not about to sit there and play with Alex Smith, and I'm only going to win seven or eight games. Not happening. But at the end of the day, you, you admitted you admitted that you believe that they can win more games with Alex. Smith. Oh yeah, definitely. And, definitely. and in the great words of Tony Dundry, Dun, Tony oh, Dundry, no. that, that. <laughs> where's Tony? to win the yeah, game? First of, all, first of all, let me correct you. It wasn't Tony Dundry. How about that? How about that? <laughs> so so so? Don't give me a quote. You ever know who said it? <laughs> it was Herb Edwards. And Herb okay, Edwards is not even in the NFL no more. He's in college, buddy. <laughs> Go to your next topic. <laughs> All right. All right. We're going to stick with NFL quarterbacks. Uh, we got a group of five. Oh, my God. Y'all raising my blood pressure right now. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We got a group of uh, five. Third-year quarterbacks coming up this year. Uh, we got four of them that are starters. One of them that was a starter last year, uh, and Big Ben's coming back. Um, but we got Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, and Mason Rudolph. Out of these five, rank your top five, the one being the best and five being the worst. Hugh, what do you think? I'm ready for this. 
Kill, please, please be smart and don't just blurt out stuff. First of all, first of all, I'm talking. Uh, you can talk when it's your turn. Go ahead, touche. Go ahead, touche. All right. As far as um, as far as my um, as far as my my list goes, um, number five, I'm gonna go with Mason Rudolph at number five. I think. He's done completely nothing. He had, <laughs> he's had the, he has the opportunity. He had, he ha has had the opportunity when Roethlisberger was out, and it was a, and it was he, he had, you know, Juju there. He had uh, the young uh, wide receivers over there, James Conner and them, and he wasn't able to get it done. And they were switching back and forth with quarterback, but some way, somehow, the Steelers and Mike Tomlin find a way to keep. Um, their team alive in the playoff but I just feel like this guy is not a starter he's nothing more than a backup quarterback and I'll leave it at that number four I'm gonna go with Sam I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with Sam Darnold at number four I think Sam he's been inconsistent even though he doesn't have the proper weapons um I think he just needs some good solid weapons. I like Chris Herndon. I think um I think Herndon could be something special. He was injured last year in the middle of the season. So I think so I think uh Herndon could be something nice. Uh I think they still have Jamison Crowder over there. They lost Robbie Anderson. Um and um they did added um they add, added some um weapons in the draft but um I got Darnold at number four. Number three, I got Josh Allen at number three. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Josh Allen. I was never huge of him when he came out the trap. A lot of people have seen what this dude did last year. I wasn't impressed at all. I thought it was more of the defense that got credit. And I think Josh Allen, I think he's overrated, man. Um uh, his completion percentage, 22nd in the league. Pro Football Focus graded him as a 24th best starting quarterback last year, and um, it's a lot. And people said that you know Josh Allen does that doesn't have the weapons um, that doesn't have the weapons that uh, doesn't have the proper weapons, and. Uh, why why doesn't uh why doesn't somebody like Kyler Murray get any credit? He's throwing to a aging receiver right now. Some somebody like uh a Larry Fitzgerald and Kyler Murray doesn't get any type of credit like that. But um yeah, I am I'm, I'm just not a huge fan of him. Um I don't think Josh Allen is gonna last long in this league. I just think he has a hard time uh reading defenses. Um I think he has a hard time making those necessary throws that's needed to be a, a successful quarterback in the NFL. Uh, he does have Stefan Dix that was added on there, but I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. I could see Josh Allen struggling this year once again. My number two guy. My number two guy, I'm going with Baker Mayfield. Or as... Or as I, call, or as I would call him, Money Mayfield. Um, I think I think uh, Baker Mayfield. 
um, going into 2020, they, Cleveland has had a great offseason. Um, Baker Mayfield, we saw the explosive rookie year that he had. Um, 2019 was, they set the expectations high with, with all the players that they added. And he was just forcing too many passes. He was too inconsistent, way too inefficient. And um, he was just too focused on the media, man. Um, and I think Baker Mayfield, I, I expect him to have a breakout year in 2020, man. I think I think he I think he could put up huge numbers because there's no expectations now for for uh for this Cleveland Browns teams Cleveland Browns team and um and Baker Mayfield because they added an offensive lineman in the draft they added Jack Conklin they added um they added the tight end from um um Austin Hooper from the Falcons um which gives them some a uh, solid tight end that Baker May Mayfield could go to um let's see um uh Odell Beckham uh Jarvis Landry the LSU guys they're 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 uh healthy now and I think uh I, Cleveland and Baker Mayfield I think I expect them to have a huge year and this is Baker Mayfield's last run man if he if he can't make it if he doesn't show up Cleveland's gonna say, "Hey, we need a new quarterback." But if he does, if he does pull it off, Cleveland just might think of, "Hey, we might, we might need to offer this guy a contract." And 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 even though, even though, even though it's not fair, Drew Brees wasn't great until his fourth year in San Diego, man. So um, I don't think people should crucify. Baker Mayfield like that, like he's a bad and horrible quarterback. I, I, I got a lot of confidence in Baker, and I think he's going to do well this year. My number one – and then the number one guy on that list is definitely Lamar Jackson. I, I you know, I, I don't know what people are talking about Lamar Jackson. All he does is run. I think he's improved in every way, shape, and form as far as a passing quarterback, um, completion percentage, um, his accuracy, his – all those numbers as actually he was a better quarterback when in his Heisman year when he was with uh, Louisville with Bobby Petrino. So I like Lamar Jackson what he's been able to do with the weapons around there uh, uh, with with Hollywood Brown yeah, um, with Hollywood Brown um, they, the tight end that they have over there also a uh, Sneed and then they added uh, they added J.K. Dobbins uh, uh, to pair up with Mark Ingram. So um, I like Lamar Jackson at number one. I think he's going to continue uh, his success as a, a great NFL quarterback. I mean, right, go with this you, nonsense. No, no, hold up, hold up, hold up. You're going to be mad at me, Justin, because I'm proud of my let's talk about it co-host because he got the list exactly right. I mean, that was the easiest list to put together. Okay, so... I don't have to go through my list because I have the exact same way, exact same list as Keo. I'll just go like this. Lamar Jackson's clearly number one. He was the MVP for God's sake. So we know he's number one. Um, we all voted him in the top 15 of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now by the MBS panel. He was the only one outside of Baker Mayfield and Keo's list who he voted, but it wasn't higher than Lamar Jackson. Second, Baker Mayfield, clearly. His numbers were better than all of the guys that you're about to name. No, it was. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. 
Who? Okay, so hold up. Your boy Josh Allen. He had more touchdowns, more yards, and a better completion percentage than Josh Allen. That's facts. You can't argue facts. Those he also three... had more interceptions. You can't argue facts. Okay, okay. He but also had more. He also had more weapons. You can't argue facts. What? Devin Singletary, look out for him. Hold up. John Brown, a better defense. Clearly, clearly a better defense. Clearly, what even what defense got to do with being because a quarterback? Because you're, you're off the field. You're not on the field like, like you're supposed like you're not you're you're working. You don't have to work as hard when your defense sets you up right there, right there. Buffalo has arguably one of the best defenses in football. I agree wholeheartedly. Baker Mayfield has one of the top five running backs. You got two of the best wide receivers in the game, Jarvis Landry and yep. Odell Beckham. Yep. And he threw 21 interceptions last year. And, and, he and he six had... and 10. Six and 10. You know, <laughs> you know what Rudolph went? Rudolph went five and three. You know what we know Rudolph for? You want me to tell you what we know Rudolph for? Miles Garrett. That's it. That's it. He, that's going to be the rest of his career. He will be known for the Miles Garrett incident. That's it. Mason Rudolph, are you kidding me? That is a backup quarterback at best. At best. And look, Wait, I, and look, this is, this he's is backing up a Hall of Famer. What are you doing? He's a Hall of Famer. He's a starter. Tell me, okay, so hold up. Who was the five wins he got those wins against? And what was the, what was the great stats that he put up? Stop. Stop. The defense was doing great things during those five-game stretch because I had him in fantasy football. You're not about to do that, Justin. At the end of the day, Baker Mayfield, I will say this. Last year, he didn't play the best football, but he still had more yards than Josh Allen, threw for a higher percentage, which that's terrible because Baker Mayfield didn't have a higher percentage, and he was still higher than Josh Allen, and he threw for more touchdowns than Josh Allen. And if we're being honest, as an overall team last year, I believe Buffalo was a better team because their defense is way better, way better. Uh, it's like it's like this in and that in. <laughs> so I, I'm not saying the offense is not good, but the offensive line is not wasn't good last year in, in Cleveland. That wasn't a good offensive line. Now they added Jack, Jack, um, Jack Cochran. I do think that's going to improve. Um, they added them um, a man in the draft. So yeah, Cleveland's on their way. I, I'm going off of what I saw his rookie season. Baker Mayfield was good his rookie season. They had a lot of expectations. You got you just called Odell Beckham a diva. He has to play with that. <laughs> he has to play with that. Michael Thomas is a diva too, but they still <laughs> succeed. I mean, hold up, we're not gonna we're not gonna act like he's playing for Sean Payton right now neither. I mean, <laughs> I can't. I know the coach was let go. I can't even think of my man's name last year. What was his name? They let him go though. Um, the head coach from the Browns last year. He had one year and they let him go. So I'm just saying, like, but um, I'm going Baker Mayfield number two. I am going Josh Allen, but I will say this, and I know I'm about to catch some slack for this. Sam Darnold could be number three. Sam Darnold could be number two. I truly believe that. I think Sam Darnold's not as bad as people say. If you put Sam Darnold on a team and a coaching staff that <laughs> actually knows what they're doing, and not all the chaos in the locker room because you have Le'Veon Bell, you had Jamal Adams. That's a whole chaotic situation right there. They're even fussing amongst each other right now on Twitter. It's just it's just too chaotic. And he had the situation last year where we all know about. I think Sam Donald is right there. Those three quarterbacks there in a bundle. But come on, man, Mason Rudolph, he's clearly 
clearly Justin. I don't even know why we even ranking him. He shouldn't even be ranked with these four guys. That shouldn't even. It's first of all, it's Lamar Jackson clearly. Clearly, the other three are in a bunch, and Mason Rudolph. Oh, <laughs> you gotta stop this, Justin. You need to be drug tested immediately after the show. All right. Matter of fact, we need to bring the drug test right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you my top five. At least, of course, we got Lamar Jackson. I think I think we all agree with that. Lamar Jackson, the MVP, is the top of, of this list. I got number two, the guy who Madden rated a 99 in throwing power, Josh Allen. I think he does. I don't think he has. He doesn't have the weapons that you talked about with Sam Arnold. He didn't have the, the big time weapons. He can only get greater. He is still young. I mean, he this, could. This I like him. I actually like fast. him. He is one of the fastest quarterbacks in the league. And, and that's what this league is going to is the running quarterback. So he fits in perfect in, 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 in this today's NFL. So I see him as being one of the rising stars coming up. Uh, I got number three, <laughs> Mason Rudolph. Uh, I'm going. You know what? <laughs> this show is officially over. Keo, enjoy the rest of your evening. <laughs> Mason Rudolph over Baker Mayfield. Oh my God, yes. I can't even yes. take it serious. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mason Rudolph did more with less oh. weapons in Pittsburgh. Oh. The only reason why he's not starting is because Big Ben is coming back for one more final year. He's a he's a Hall of Famer. We all know this, and that's the only reason why Big Ben is starting because he's that guy. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. So. But Rudolph did his thing when he when he when he went in there. He was five and three. Oh, they benched him for the third string, and then they came back to they, him. They benched him for Hodges. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, Justin. I, it's at number four. Right at number four, I got Sam Darnold. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I agree with what you said. He doesn't have the weapons. You know, the Jets haven't had any kind of wide receiver weapons. Since Keyshawn Johnson, they I got mean Denzel Mims now. Just remind tell you that. Well, too. I'm just saying, I'm but, helping but, all my. I know. I'm just saying, I'm helping all my fantasy people right now. So I mean, they've never given the quarterback a fighting chance there. Now they did go get Bell, which helps them, you know, play action and such. Uh, but you still, you still need somebody to throw to, and they haven't given him that. So I think if they can give him that, I think he can prove himself to be. I don't think he's a, a great quarterback. But I definitely think that he's a you know a mid-range quarterback at best. He's so, better than Mason Rudolph. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna catch him on a flag for it, but I'll take it. I'll take Mason Rudolph. If I'm starting a team right now, I'm taking Mason Rudolph. Oh, I'm hell. taking Mason Rudolph. <laughs> oh no, you what? Mason Rudolph to start your team. You you will never be a GM for my team if I ever own a roster. Baker Mayfield is not a leader. Bruh, but you think thinking about the Sam Darnold. What? There's no way. <laughs> Baker Mayfield has all the weapons in the world. They had Super Bowl talk last year. And it was just he, too high. He went 6-10 and 10 and threw 21 interceptions. And this is the year that he's supposed to have gotten mature following the year that he was immature, acting the fool out there. So he has degressed. So you explain to me how a quarterback who's degressing, I'm supposed to feel excited for. This guy has been given all the weapons he needs, 
and he has done nothing but stink it up. He will not be a quarterback two years from now in the NFL. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I'm not going to let you get away with this one. You said you said the Jets, the Jets hasn't had a good receiver since Keyshawn Johnson. You, you can't, you can't disregard Wayne Corbett, Lavernius Coast, uh, Santonio Holmes. I mean, Keyshawn Johnson, as far as all-time receiving. When it comes to the Jets, he's not even the top 10. Lavernius, guys like Lavernius Coles and Wayne Corbett is ahead of him. And I can't let you, I can't let you do that to to the guys that put on that Jets uniform as a wide receiver. <laughs> you know, it's no time been quiet, just Googling Jets receiver. <laughs> that, that, that's a great excuse by you though. <laughs> hey, what about him? What about him putting Baker Mayfield fifth, Gio? What, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't make no sense at all, man. You you put you put Mason Mason Rudolph on there, a guy that hasn't even played the whole season, who got replaced by a third string quarterback. I mean, I mean the uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield beats him in every single category in that quarterback position, man. In interceptions, in losses, all those categories that are important. Wins, don't forget through. wins. I don't want to hear you for the whole season. If you're going to do that, then let's go all the way. <laughs> man. Man, man, okay, let me say this. Rudolph had 13, look, man, 13 touchdowns and nine interceptions. The hype was around the Browns. The, the hype was around the Browns. No, let me say this. The hype was around the Browns last year. And we've seen teams that we've hyped up in the past, i.e. the Eagles when they had, so said, a dream team. We've seen it with the Cowboys. Super, super. We all think that Prescott's still a good quarterback, but he has a ton of weapons. And yet they didn't even win the division last year in a weak division. So I'm not about to hold Baker Mayfield to a lower standard than that Prescott. Did he have a great year last year? No, he did not have a great year. And I understand that. But still, he still was the number one pick in his rookie year. He had a good rookie year. He had one bad year. And now you're just going to say, you know what? I'm done with him. Come on, Justin. That's not fair. Matter of fact, that's not fair. I want to take off this Aggie's hat right now. <laughs> Because I'm done. I'm done with him. And you should be uh, true. You should be too, true. Because you lost <laughs> the football last year because of him. I did. I did. I'll be the first one to say he let me down. But I, I still think that it's the, 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 the um, jury's still out on him. He's still extremely young. One bad season. We're not going to do that. Man. I mean, if that's the case, Drew Brees would have been never never ended up being Drew Brees. I'm not saying he's Drew Brees. Yeah, don't, don't compare him to Drew Brees. <laughs> <laughs> disrespect. Disrespect. <laughs> But I'm just saying, Breeze, hey, they, they went, the Chargers went get Eli Manning because I know I know they didn't have Eli Manning, but they drafted him. I'm saying and they swapped him. So what I'm saying is they went get Eli Manning. Why? Because Drew Breeze didn't seem to be the guy. Drew Breeze, Drew Breeze became the guy, and we understand that, but he had rough patches. I'm saying Baker was the first pick. You gonna just in one year just say no, he's it's over with. Come on, man. That's not fair. You said that about Dwayne Haskins. You said but about no, John no, no, Hold up. Dwayne Haskins didn't have no good years. Baker Mayfield's rookie year was pretty good. No, man. 
<laughs> and that's and that's the same thing as a player that we were talking about earlier, Alex Smith. Alex Smith didn't become the guy that we took notice to when Jim Harbaugh Facts. came around with all the offensive coordinators Alex Smith was going through. Facts. All right, good points, good points. All right, well, we're finished with football this week. All right, all right. <laughs> well, you know, let's talk about it. Just um, just beat you up on your own show. I mean, it's embarrassing right now for you, Justin. <laughs> Y'all never invite it back. <laughs> oh, all right, man. Well, we got some baseball news. We finally got some actual games going on. Did y'all catch any games this week? I yes. did now. Y'all know I'm in school right now. I'm missing everything right now. Well, we got, you know, we had the highest ratings uh, in nine years for opening day. Um, but this week, uh, we got really bad news. We got Miami Marlins. Uh, what is it? 17 uh, players and staff members have tested positive for the coronavirus, which has shut down the season temporarily um, until they get this t- uh, under control. Um, which is also creating other teams to have canceled games, uh, you know, teams that they played or teams that were in their dugout. Um, this is a disaster for Major League Baseball. Um, how do you think baseball is going to go off with this, and how is it going to play out uh, when you talk about playoff uh, rankings at the, at the end of the season uh, with teams possibly having to take a month off or, or something like that? How do you think this is going to play out, Theo? Um I saw I saw uh, people on first take undisputed. Um, I, I was kind of I was kind of laughing at them. I, they were they were ridiculous off of the things that they were saying. I'm like I'm like, dude, are you are you are you serious? Like, you really think Major League Baseball is gonna cancel a season because uh, you know those players tested positive? They're not gonna they're not gonna do that. I knew that they weren't gonna do that. Because it'll 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 it will definitely make um, Rob Manfred, the the commissioner of the Major League Baseball, look really bad. Like now, the thing that I knew that they were gonna do, I knew they were gonna cancel the season. Either they were gonna let um, they're not they weren't gonna let the Marlins forego the season, or they were gonna they were gonna um, wait until these tests came positive. But the Mar I'm, the Marlins canceled their games until next week. They won't pick the, the field until next week. Uh, the Phillies and the Yankees, which was the that was the last team the Marlins played against, and the Phillies go against the Yankees supposedly this week, and uh, those games are canceled. So those are the only games that's actually canceled um, right now, as far as all the Marlins game. But the rest of the league is still moving forward, man. And I don't think Major League Baseball should panic at all. And I think the season's gonna continue. And it's just one small hiccup, man. I don't, I don't think people should panic about the season shutting down. Um, and um, I don't know why people were making this a big deal, even though there was a lot of players that tested positive off of this. But um, you know, you you go through your protocols. You act like Major League Baseball don't have protocols and safety measures of when you do get tested, tested positive. And and that's what happened. I see no way they're gonna cancel the season. If this happens again, and um, baseball will move forward, like the commissioner said. 
Do you think they'll have time to make up games? That's what I was about to get at. I was about to get at that. Well, Go ahead. Well, the game. Well, the games are being postponed, and they will be get be re- rescheduled in a later date. Okay, but this is my. Okay, I'm sorry, Justin. Go ahead. Your, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead I was just gonna say, look, I get what you're saying, and I get they started. But what happens if these guys start testing it? You're talking about 14 to 15 days that they gotta wait. Then what happens if they if another guy tests, or not say it's not another guy, a team is testing positive? You're talking about time. We're not talking about just the players and if they want to play or not play, but you still have to quarantine. So the time frame. If you run out of time, the season goes is a lost season. It's a lost season no matter what. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I, I mean, obviously, we want baseball out there. Like you said, Jay, is the highest numbers in a long time. We get that. But if people start testing positive and they have to go into quarantine, man, it, it, it changes everything moving forward. It does, because you have you have to have these games played by. Okay, let's say you said you reschedule, but okay, what if players, we know summer's dying down, fall is coming. Let's say players start start testing positive in the in the cooler months. Now you have to back up games, back up games. Or are you just gonna say, I think they're playing 60 games this year, Jay? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so are you gonna say, well, let's condense it even more? Instead of playing 60, we're gonna play 40. Um, maybe that can work. But you're talking about you have to be done by a certain time because hopefully by next year they can get it be ready to go by next year. You can't just drag this thing on for the entire rest of this season and then the, the entire beginning of next year because then you won't be ready for the following it's, season. It's a small one small hiccup by one team. You act you make it seem like it's affecting four, five, or six teams. It's not, it's only affected one team. And okay, we, we see okay, to- we see games we see games get postponed and rescheduled all the time. You act like it can't get postponed or get rescheduled. What I'm saying is, okay, okay, a game being rescheduled. Yes, I get that. But the Marlins, when are they going to play again? Monday. That's the next time. That's the next so time they take the field. Play. So they're going to play. Yeah, that's the next time. Huh? How are they going to play in less than 14 days? That you can't play in less than 14 days. That's the report from the commissioner. That's that's from what the commissioner said. I don't buy that. I don't buy that because, I mean, we, we know firsthand. I'm not trying to bring – I'm not going to say who it is, but we know firsthand people that have caught COVID-19, and you have to quarantine for so long. And you're saying they're going to play Monday. I don't see how. And I haven't watched no, no baseball. I've been doing all my schoolwork. I get it. But I'm just saying I don't get that. No. And the problem is, it's the like what is it, four, five days into the season, and we have a whole team going out. A whole team, and have the Yankees? It's been not tested? a whole team. It's seven. It's seven to eight players. It's not eight players. It's mixed with personnel staff. Also, it's not eight players. It's not like they're wiping out the whole team. But but you still have seven or eight players. That that's half the team when you you know the people on the bench. <laughs> No, that's not half the team. It's not seven or eight players. It's it's seven to eight players, including coaching staff and players. That's what they're saying. But have the Yankees been tested? Huh? Have the Yankees been tested yet? I'm sure all the teams have been tested. because they, they, No, they, I'm saying they, since, since playing the Marlins, have they been tested? That's what I mean. I don't know. I don't know. But the, 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 the domino effect that happens when, when one right. team does this, 
because you have the Marlins play the Yankees, and then the Marlins test positive. So now the Yankees can't play because they may have it, and then anybody who they're going to right. want to play can't play because they can't play the Yankees. So you and then one more, play. and then if another team catches it, now you're talking about another domino effect. It's just I, I think it's up in the air for sure. Yeah, it's not and up the in the air. This is the least the least contact sport we have. That's the scary part. These guys are already social. You you mentioned that multiple times on, on other shows, Keo. This is the most social distance sport we have in the game. You, these guys on the field are, are 15, 20 feet away from each other. So what's going to happen in football, in basketball? I'm scared for basketball. That's why I, I, I can't wait to watch these games this week because I don't know if I'm going to be watching any games next week. You know, this, this, this is pretty scary when you consider – you know, baseball is, is, is it's a disaster. I'm hoping this bubble works in the NBA. Uh, it seems like it's working so far, uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, baseball. Honestly, I don't see it. In, I don't see this season finishing. I really believe that they're going to end up canceling the season. And I hate to say it because I, I, I like watching sports and I like watching baseball, but I just don't see it happening. I think this is this is just more to come. Uh, it doesn't look like it's going to get any better unless there's a miracle vaccine in the next couple of weeks, which, you know, could happen. But uh, until then, it's not that's, looking very good. That's only one team, though. It's only one team. That, they're the only team that's not even playing. The Phillies, <laughs> Yankees, they're playing the rest of the season. If it was such a big deal, then the commissioner would cancel every single game and shut down the season. But that's not the case. We see games going on right now. We we'll just had, we we just seen a 17k by the, by the Tampa Bay Rays, man. So the the Marlins, they're not playing. Everybody else is moving forward like the season's still going on. Okay, hey, we'll we'll see. No need to argue about it. We'll see what's gonna happen. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of which, we just mentioned it a little bit with the NBA. Season starts in a couple of days, guys. Are you? I mean, this is exciting, exciting times. <laughs> We have baseball going on and basketball going on, along with NFL training camp going on this week. So this is this is exciting times. Um, but we got a lot of big games going on Thursday and Friday, I want to say. Um, we got a list of five big games this week. Uh, I want to get y'all take on which big game is the one that excites you the most, which one are you going to be tuning in on. Um, we got the Lakers taking on the Clippers. We got LeBron versus Kawhi Leonard. Um, we got Dion on opening day. Uh, they're, they're taking on the uh, the Jazz. Uh, we got the Bucks and the Celtics, which could be a, a Eastern Conference final uh, preview. Uh, we got the Rockets and the Mavericks, both playoff teams, up and coming, could possibly, you know, battle for that Western Conference championship. Uh, then you got the Grizzlies, uh, which right now is the eighth seed. Uh, they're taking on the Trailblazers. Which game are you most excited to see, True? Oh, clearly the Lakers and the Clippers. Are you kidding me? <laughs> We're talking about two of the best players in the world. Well, in my opinion, the two best players in the world. Why would I not say the Lakers and the Clippers? Now, I understand there's a report that came out that said AD may not play in this game. Now, they said he may play, but he may not play. 
Um, but still, that's LeBron James, that's Kawhi Leonard. Everybody, for the most part, everybody I've spoken to, it's one of these two teams that's coming out of the West. I definitely think it's the Clippers and the Lakers. But I will say this, just to kind of stir it up a little bit. The second game I'm most interested in watching is the Grizzlies versus the Blazers, that 8-9 matchup. Because you're talking about right off the bat, playoff implications in that matchup. One of those two teams possibly could get that eight seed. So I think that's the second best team, second best game I want to see. Um, all other games are great games, but those two are the ones that I really, really want to catch. What? And I'm a Pelican fan. <laughs> <laughs> what, man? We all I know. Wanna, I don't want to see the Jazz. I don't want to see the Jazz. But we all know. The Lakers <laughs> and the Clippers are going to be there toward the end of the season. We know that's, the teams. Oh, that's too good, Jay. What? <laughs> that's too good, though, Jay. That's Kawhi Leonard. That's LeBron James, my dog. You have to want to watch that. <laughs> but honestly, are, are they going to want to play up for it? The first game? Opening night? Basically, like, opening, reopen night? <laughs> so, yeah. That's not what I'm excited to see. Honestly, I mean, as, as a Pelican fan, I'm, I'm big on, on Zion. I'm ready to dance with Zion, and I, I, I want to see them, you know, get that eight seed. But the one that I'm most excited for is between a former MVP and the up-and-coming superstar. Oh, my God. Hey, hey, I will say it's the Lucas in the background. <laughs> Honestly, I think when you talk about games, I think it could be the best game this coming weekend. You got two offensive powers. You got major stars. You got Luka, who's up and coming, possibly top five, top ten player this year against, you know, James Harden, former MVP, and Russell Westbrook. And and, and you also want to see how, how Rus Russell Westbrook is recovered from COVID. So that's, that's huge storylines. And, and both of those could compete, you know, for the third or fourth seed, you know, in the Western Conference. <laughs> I saw your eyes there. I saw your eyes. <laughs> I don't do that. Uh, two things real quick. The Lucas in the background right there. Shout out to Luca Doncic. And um, second, what state you live in, Justin? Texas. Exactly. Go ahead. <laughs> That's why you said that. That's why you, I don't want to hear nothing else from you, bias. What state am I from? I don't want to hear that. <laughs> you, you, we, we revoked you. You can't come back. <laughs> Stay gone. <laughs> I'm a Pelican fan, man. I mean, I'm a Zion fan. If the Pelicans are playing the Mavericks, I'm Pelicans all day. I know. So, I'm just giving you a hard time. But, but the thing is, like, when you talk about star power, and I mean, I really think that Luca is that guy. So I mean, I and this this is the kind of game that could show him show the world that he's that guy. So you know, there's no better way to start the season or the the end of the season, uh, the reboot of the season than to, to go out and just ball. So like, I, I honestly I, I don't think the Lakers and the Clippers is going to be that exciting. I think these guys are going to wait to the playoffs. The playoffs is a couple weeks. Why, why, why go all out now? You know, we all know the, those veteran guys like LeBron, man, they don't play for the regular season. 
man, we hype it up. They don't play for the regular season. No, you don't care. It, it, it's all in the postseason, man. That, that's so you what you've done. Okay. So, you know, but you got people like Luca and stuff. This this is what he's playing for. This is all he's got. So, I mean, I honestly think LeBron, you know, it's going to be a good game and stuff, but it's not going to be exciting. But I, I think the Rockets and, and, and the Mavericks could be fire. And, and, I, and, I, and I'll say this about that real quick. Um, I was about to say something. I caught myself. I'm like, there's no home field advantage on court. They're all playing the bubble. So you're right. They actually can kind of like slow pace it and not really worry about seedings because at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, mm -hmm. Come time for playoffs, that's when that's when it's going to matter the most and it's all within the bubble. So that, that's actually a good point by you. That makes it even more so than I would say the Blazers and the, and the, and the Grizzlies because those two teams are actually fighting yes. for that spot. Yes. What do you think, Kill? Um, um, so definitely, um, before I go to the, but talk about the Lakers and Clippers, uh, a game that I look forward to see is actually, it's not tomorrow, but it's Friday night and it's the Celtics and Milwaukee. Um, <laughs> I think these are the two top, um, my two top favorite teams in the, um, Eastern conference. I like I like the star power for both teams, man. Um, we know about Giannis. People are looking forward, excited to see him. Uh, guys like Chris Middleton, um, Eric Bledsoe, the Lopez boys. Um, and then you got the Celtics, just a young team, and they're very deep, led by Brad Stevens. We know what Jason Tatum is all about. Kemba Walker, you got him over there. Jalen Brown. Um and I, I, I really like this game, man. And I think this is going to be a, a very interesting matchup, high-scoring game. And then as far as the game, I'm looking forward to see, man, everybody and everybody is looking forward to see the Lakers and the Clippers. This has been the storyline since free agency when we talk about the Lakers and Clippers, the battle of L.A., Whose city is it? Is it LeBron's? Is it Kawhi's? Uh, the two deepest teams teams in the NBA as of um as of right now. Uh, you got LeBron, you got Kawhi. I don't know if AD is playing. Paul George is there. Patrick Beverly, uh, Lou Williams, even though he's quarantined, <laughs> eating eating his damn chicken wings, and then uh and then uh you know LA they. They're still, you know, they still got some players that people look forward to see. Guys like Kyle Kuzma who could step it up. J.R. Smith finally making his debut. So, uh, you know, the, and the game, and this game is tomorrow night on prime time on TNT. Uh, I think this game is going to be very high ratings, man. Everybody's going to tune into this game. I will too, man. I can't wait. Laker, Lakers and Clippers battle of L.A. No. <laughs> Justin, you sad, bro. Is, is, is J.R. Smith your answer, man? That's your death. Come on, man. <laughs> oh wow! I I, I could, could I could I could I could continue going. Kyle Kuzma, Kentavious Caldwell Pope. Oh! I mean, I mean, they got shooters, man. They got shooters outside yeah, of just LeBron and AD. Yeah. Uh oh, uh oh. The White Howard. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> 
man. Shout out to my dog, Alex Caruso, also, man. Oh, the Aggies had on. Oh. <laughs> well, guys, that, that's been a that's been a, another week in sports. It's been our show, nothing but sports. Uh, we do have one breaking news that happened within the last couple of hours. Um, Mr. Bosa from, from San Diego has just signed a huge contract extension. You mean L.A.? L.A., yeah, my bad, L.A., yeah. Yeah, yeah I said San Diego, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know what that means. <laughs> uh, signed a big contract extension. I want to say it's, what, 25 a year? Uh, for the next five years, uh, he's getting that Miles Garrett money, man. Uh, we all knew once once that, that Pandora's box is open, uh, people are going to start getting paid. Uh, but big shout-outs to him. Uh, he's got his money. He's going to be there for the next five years. Uh, that's going to help San Diego rebuild. Um, I, I think he deserves it. Any any closing thoughts on that, on, on that new signing, guys? Well, um... All I know is that you could, you'll, you, you'll see everybody that wants to know the details of that. You could see that update later on NBS Central on all social media platforms. As far as I'm concerned with that deal, um, I, I was surprised by it, man. This, this came out of nowhere. Um, as far, as far as, um, this, uh, this contract goes and, um, uh, definitely happy for him. And, um, he got, some big money, man. I wouldn't have paid them that much, but uh, uh, I mean, I mean, they got to keep they got to keep their young players and their young talent. But the congratulations uh, 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 to to the one of the Bosa boys. Any thoughts on well, it? I would have definitely paid him. Um, in that division against Patrick Mahomes, you better have a good defensive line and a good defense in general. <laughs> so, um, Bosa is a bad boy. Both of the Bosa brothers are bad boys. I have no issue with it. Shout out to him, man, and congratulations. And like Kiel said, we'll be posting on nothing but sports later. All love. Them. <laughs> and if y'all haven't liked it already, go to Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, find the Nothing But Sports page, like it, share it, uh, comment. We're always welcoming comments. We want to hear your feedback. Uh, you have any suggestions? We're all got, you know, if you want to come on air, we welcome that kind of stuff. I, I, I know I know y'all guys always welcome guests on y'all show. Y'all want the more the merrier, man. The, anybody who's out there who, who thinks they can, you know, battle true ex-sports guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's different now. Look, I understand you seeing it on camera, but when you got a face in it, head up, you better come prepared. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I said yo. I said hey yo. <laughs> tell, tell, tell my viewers about your show and when is it air, just in case anybody doesn't know about it. Thank you. You good? Um, it airs every Mondays at eight p.m. Uh, West Coast times, ten uh, ten Central, eleven. 11 on the East Coast. So we give you, um, we talk about battle rap, um, entertainment, music, and uh, uh, entertainment, um, music, and obviously sports also. So we give you a little bit of everything on there. So um, 
we get a mixed reaction from different type of crowds. So shout out to everybody that uh, that's been tuning in, supporting the show, and um, tune in next week, man, on Monday, man. We're gonna have a huge recap on Ultimate Madness too. And I'll say one thing: you see them shoes back there, sneaker of the week, baby, sneaker of the week. You have a chance to win cash prizes. On, let's talk about it. If you can guess the sneaker of the week, my man Kill couldn't get it right yesterday. Neither can Justin. <laughs> so Patrick Ewing, come on, man. Patrick Ewing. <laughs> Hey, but tune in, man. You can win some money, man. We'll cash up you the money. Look, we got our phones right here with us. You get it right, we'll cash up you the money right then and there. So tune in, definitely. All right, well, I appreciate y'all coming on the show, guys. Uh, it's always love when it comes to y'all because, man, y'all y'all, y'all originated this show, man. Y'all, y'all started it. So, you know, the fact that y'all handed it down to me and C, uh, I can't wait to get C back. I'm hoping and praying that he's back <laughs> by next week, man. Um, I, I, I'm glad. I mean, I, I, I talked to him the other day. He's sounding better. So it looks like he's ready to get beat by this guy next week. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. But hey, you know, hey, it's not. Well, I'll say this. With C, no C, oh, vitamin C. Make that mean for me, Kyo. Let's talk about it in full. It don't matter if it's C, no C, or vitamin C. Let's talk about it in full. We're going to be <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, well, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, once again, like, share, comment. Please, please put us out there. We want everyone right. to see us. So it's very, very important. Uh, it, it takes three seconds to just hit a button. Like it, share it. Share it to your friends. Tell them about us because we're, we're up and coming. We want people to know about us. So uh, once again, from the MBS show, to Keo, to True, to Just Justin, peace.